Pickaxe. Yeah, just there. Thank you, Dave. Oh, cheers, oh, Dave. That's great. Dave. Oh, Dave, you're a star. Oh, Dave there, giving us our podcast beverages. See you later, Dave. At Bye, Dave. Dave. Bye, Dave. Bye. Oh, he's shy. He's not saying anything. Oh, Dave. Bye, at Dave on Twitter. There he goes. There goes our hero. Watch there him goes. as he goes. Watch him as he goes. He's a good who, boy, that who Dave, is that? isn't he? Who does that song? Foo Fighters. Is it Foo Fighters? Okay. Nickelback. Some 41. Green Deer. The, 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 the Beatles. The Sopranos. I saw Foo Fighters live at Leeds Festival and I was, I was not fussed about it. it was, everyone hails them as like, this is the best live band you'll ever the see. Best. And I was the thoroughly best. like, okay. The best. The, the best. live the band. Best. <laughs> I like the Foo Fighters. Do you? I used to yeah. love them, like the Monkey Wrench era. I was disappointed at about age nine when I discovered they weren't called the Food Fighters. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a difficult blow to deal with, wasn't yeah. it? They're, they're a bit dad rock. Um, yeah, but, um, nothing like wrong it. with dad rock. I like the dad rock. It's very it's easy to listen to. Mm. It's nothing too provocative. They're all just singing about... Provocative. Provocative. Profiteroles. They're just singing about profiteroles and shoe pastry-based desserts. Nothing too frightening out there. They should be called the Food Fighters, really. They should, I think. talking about custard pies all the time. If you want to rebrand and be relevant, Dave, David Growl. Let us know. David Gruel. Growl. Nice. Growl. David. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Podiots, wow. the official podcast of the Vidiots YouTube. Two cool nice. episodes. Who thought we'd make it this far? What an achievement. Yeah. Wowee. Was, Unbelievable. I was like Wowie. at the beginning of every podcast, like, wow, we've done... 15 episodes, guys. This is amazing. It's incredible. It's, it's immediately feeling very warm in here. Yeah, it is very toasty. Are we able to control any of the air conditioning? Because usually in these rooms, it's really cold. Could get Dave to do it, maybe. Oh, Dave's gone now. Oh. We can. We only get one. Forever. He's like a genie. We get one wish a day. And then that's it. We yeah. got our drinks, so that's enough. It's nothing keep... like a genie. <laughs> I'm it's the exactly genie of the like lamp. You get one wish a day. Well, you clearly have never met a salaried genie. No, I've mm. not. Who's on retainer. But you only get one a day. A privatised genie. Exactly. Yeah, and like that's... booper genies. No, I'm always on the national genies, N- NGS. <laughs> Private health genies. Yeah. Delicious. Uh, before we go any further, guys, mm. just need to let everyone know that we're wearing our very comfortable mm. and delightful Turtle Beach headsets. They're good. So, so comfortable, I could almost fall asleep. Oh, oh. oh. <sighs> Mikey. Well, Mikey. I don't know if that's a... Do we? Oh, oh I just got woken up by just how comfortable these headphones are. <laughs> the snoring is is not indicative of the of the the boredom that Turtle Beach. Oh no, they never uh, ever incites as a brand. Never. Hey, a frown in all seriousness, Turtle Beach. they have like special padding for if you wear glasses and stuff. Like ah. we sound a bit insincere. They actually they're good headsets. Mm. They're they're wonderful headsets. You can uh, you can actually have a look at their entire range of headsets by going to bit.ly forward slash. Vidiot Speech. Vidiot Speech. That's the one. They actually sponsor this podcast. Hey, thanks, guys. They don't, but we've sort of decided that they They sponsor Vidiot's They sponsor us, and we just want to shout about it. So uh, make sure you go and just just go to that link, really. Just do everything you can. Thanks. Uh, Also, very quick thank you to our incredible Patreons. We don't talk about Patreon much because it's... uh, 
It's we know, don't want to. We're we're modest boys. Yeah. yeah. And it's sort of as we've said before, it acts as a as a tip jar. So if you like what we're doing, you can throw a couple of dollary do's in there, and that's absolutely fine. It just helps us to buy, buy us buy, <laughs> buy stupid <laughs> things every now and then. Yeah, but that's up to like two hundred dollars now. It's crazy. Yeah, people are very generous. You're all wonderful. Stop. I, no, yeah. don't stop. But stop. You're going to get billed soon. Yeah, and, and then we'll see who the real fans yeah. are. Yeah, <laughs> one. <laughs> that's the thing with Patreon, isn't it? People put like five dollars on month one, that's and a couple then of people just... have done ten as well. Jesus, God. that's fine if you want to do a one once off donation. Oh, yeah, of course. That's like ten times the amount of those fucking cheap skates. Yeah, don't look a, a gift horse in the mouth. Are you aware of the origin of that phrase? A gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. Was it sort of a uh, a colleague of uh, of Dave's, sort of a genie magic horse that provided delicious gifts? No, well, uh, the gift horse. No, yeah, the gift horse. No, it's it's the idea that if someone gives you a free horse, i.e., if someone goes on your Patreon and just gives you money for free, hmm. I wish people could give us horses instead of money. Oh my, imagine oh. that. Uh, ride what? a stallion into work would be great well what would you do once you it'd be like post some tat all over again once you get one horse once you get like six, six boxes in a day you start to think okay I shouldn't have asked for horses this might be a bit I'd unsustainable start racing them I'd have like an army of horses it'd be great oh my god sorry Pete please okay. send us horses your gift horse You're, yeah so the the phrase obviously means don't don't start picking apart something that was given to you for free right yeah, don't yeah. complain well if, if if someone gave you a horse in the olden days you know that period sort of between 1200 and 1800 <laughs> yeah right uh if you looked it in the mouth that was something that you do when you're like giving a horse a health check on whether you want to buy this horse or not oh. so if someone gave it to you for free and you're like well let me have a look at its teeth first before well, i take this you don't want to be given an ill horse yeah. an ill horse is a big burden i think it's only responsible to inspect the health of the horse yeah what a ridiculous saying you would have what disrespected so many people in that large large time scale peter listed there we all know that MJ would not fit in well in any kind of pre-Victorian what do you mean? era. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the you town be, crier. Michael, you, you've seen the list of of reasons people were locked up in mental institutions, yeah. right? Yeah, just for being, like, Excitability. Pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a bit too enthusiastic today. Let's lock him up. She reads. She reads books. Ah. Put her away! <laughs> Michael's pulling that face again. <laughs> uh, a lot of people have been asking gentlemen... Where's where's Potty? It's episode two. What's going on? I, I feel like we did say that it is a fortnightly podcast. Yeah. But for those of you still listening that don't know, it's once every two weeks. Yeah, yeah it's a that's why podcast. it's it's been two weeks since the last one, and the next one will be two weeks from today. Whoa! Yeah, so sorry to get that's you amazing. Wow. Also, we are trying to get on Spotify. I'm just getting all this boring admin stuff yeah. out of the yeah. way because I just made a note, and I don't want to. I want people to pay attention for fuck's sake. Some premium content Listen. coming up. Believe us. Actual premium content that we paid money for and everything. Spotify uh, is a possibility for the podcast, but we can only get on there after five episodes. This is technically oh. the third episode because we have that other file. The oh sort of yeah. Test oh file god. On there. Uh, so very soon we'll be submitting to Spotify, but we are available now on iTunes and Podbean if you want to do that. Nice. Um, also, should we have a quick chat about um, Post Some Tat and the sort of unsustainable, <laughs> ridiculous It's not unsustainable. Keep that... sending. You know what? Double the rate at which you're sending things. Well, I love it. We should address that in Post Some Tat, right? You think? Or maybe in addition. We can say it but now. We can, but... we can do like a deep dive here, whereas on, in video, yeah. we'll spend the entire properly... hour talking about <laughs> exactly, the sheer amount complaining. of tat. It's not complaining. No. We're, we're very fortunate, and we knew what we were doing, and, and we love you so much for sending us so much wonderful stuff. But it is arriving very fast. Uh, we had to shoot two episodes almost back to back. 
We've got 100 games now, right? We do. Yeah, we're over 100 yeah. games. Jesus. It's mental. And it just keeps going more insane. <laughs> so if there's some kind of format change soon where we aren't able to open everybody's stuff guaranteed every episode, uh, don't be too surprised. I feel like we might, we probably still hopefully open everything, but we mm. might have to sort of skim over some of the letters or, yeah. or yeah. very like just sort of go, oh, look, it's some sweets. Thank you. And like that's we'll have it. to condense, yeah, because otherwise these videos are going to be forty-five minutes long, and it's going to be like every couple of days at this this <laughs> yeah, rate. And yeah, nobody, yeah, because no, yeah, the, the other day we, reco- annoyed. we recorded a post some tat, and when we came out the room, we went back to our desk, and there was already a pile of new posts waiting yeah, for yeah. us. It was it was mental. So we're we're no less grateful, but mm-hmm. we might just have to change the format slightly. So. Absolutely, thank you all, thank you very much for listening to this PSA. Mm. It's public ser- service. Audience service announcement. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. There we go. Let's start with a question. Oh, shall we? Yeah. Spice things up. This is from oh, at Mister Nathan Mister. From it is, is using oh. Mis- oh 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 it's Mister Nathan Mister. Oh says one recipe slash food item you have seen that is so ridiculous, large, fatty, whatever that it wouldn't be a good idea to eat it, but in the back of your mind you want to try it one day regardless. Your screw it meal. So sort of like your death, That's not a question. Your death row meal. Well, okay. What would it be? <laughs> yeah, thank you. you. Thank you. You dick. I had French toast at the weekend, and that was quite a ridiculous amount of toast. When you say French toast, do you mean fried bread, or is it different? Uh, like egg, milk, cinnamon, uh, dip the bread in it, fry it. It's nice. But I went out and I bought like a nice farmhouse loaf so I could mm. cut it nice and thick. Mm. So I made like the slices about an inch thick, maybe. I don't know. Is that about an inch I'm holding up right That's now? It's like a... Three quarter inch. Okay. Well, yeah. I say an inch. <laughs> Simplicity sake. Yeah, well, you always do that. You always overblow your <laughs> oh, measurements. Oh, Peter. MJ. It's bigger than average, all right? So I made huge bits of French toast. Yeah. I made two of them. And then I put loads of syrup on. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And about halfway into the first slice, I was like, oh, this is a lot of food. This is too much. <laughs> this been ambitious. Is, this what is, have yeah. I done? I ate it all. And I felt of very course. sick for the rest of the Sunday. Do you have one, Ben? Oh, yeah. Like, no doubt. What? Like, like ridiculous. Like, not not talking... Well, speaking of Michael's thing... Yeah. Um, I I always thought the idea of fried bread mm. was, like, such an incredible, game-changing thing, and I'd never really had it before. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I assumed, well, I've got oil and I've got bread. Yeah. So that's oh, probably no, fine. Oh, no, Ben. So oh, I no. Put, this, was, uh, this was while I was at university. I put so much oil into this pan, <sighs> and then I just cooked, like... Seven or eight slices of bread in what? it. Uh, what? And was I took it soggy? It no, no, no. It was oh, like, you did it right. It was crisped. Oh, uh, God. And it was like drenched in oil. And so I so took the, them out. So the main flavour you're getting there is oil. Oh, yeah, just mm. oil. It's just oil. You so may as well just upstairs. dunk the bread in the oil. Well, yeah, yeah. I agree, because that is the closest to... I should have thrown up. That's, why did you make eight? To, like, why did you make seven, eight slices? Just eyes bigger than your stomach, you know? I, I you mean, felt... there's a difference between being a bit hungry and making seven, eight slices was, of oily toast. It was gluttony. It was gluttony. <laughs> I took it upstairs and I was doing the thing where you're like, you're constantly swallowing. Oh, like, yeah. You're, like, like a you're film trying, in your mouth. You're trying to stop, like, keep the gag reflex at oh, I bay. feel a bit sick just even thinking about it. I bet it. you were so clammy and, like... I was. I felt really... Un- Basically, I the... just drank... I'd consumed about maybe... 
two or three hundred milliliters <laughs> of oil. <laughs> so you pushed yourself very close to a heart attack. Do you think that all day? the water in your body sank to the bottom? <laughs> Maybe. If I if I jumped around, there'd be little globules yeah. of oil going all over the place. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but but in terms of an actual meal, mm. it's got a one hundred percent be. Um, I sort of might. I don't know if it'll ever happen, mm. and given the price, probably not. But there's a place nearby. Oh yeah, called Snappy's Tomato. Pizza. Oh Jesus! <laughs> they do square pizzas, which in and of itself is enough of a novelty for me to be a big fan. You get more pizza. Exactly. It you fills the entire pizza. box. It's yeah. magic. Brought to my attention by Michael Johnson. Yes, boys. And um, they're great. This podcast isn't sponsored by them. But they're oh man! Imagine if and it I'm was. And I'm a big fan. Yeah, Snappies. If you want to sponsor us, please do. They have a a meal deal that's forty pounds, and you get something like a I can't remember exactly what it is, but you get like a twenty five inch square pizza. Monster that, that's pizza. A, yeah, it's like called Monster Pizza. Yeah, it comes with like seven garlic breads, mm-hmm. several ice creams, and just the. I would never be able to make a dent in that. Yeah. But just the idea of it is very sort of sexy to me. That's how, I was going to say daunting, not sexy, but yeah. No, that's a sexy I mean, this thing. is Mr. Oily this Bread over here. Who, yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just do shots of olive oil. Oh. Um, that said, and I'm going to call it again, Michael Johnson ate silica gel once. Oh, Michael did. We just get over it, please. I but was a never, kid. I don't think we've properly said it on a video yet. No, but we, you mentioned it every fucking day, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but well, I just want to. I want to get it out there on the channel. It's, and yes, I, I ate a it. little packet of silica gel it, when I was a kid. I, I think got, it's just because it's Peekle Johnson, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was Johnson. I was a little kid. I was excited. I just got some new DC shoe, uh, shoes because right. I, I was going skateboarding. So I went, took my shoe box outside, showed my friends, like, oh, look at these nice new shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's this? A little packet of silica gel. Do yeah, not eat. It, what did it say on the packet? Do yeah. not eat. So what did you do? I thought, oh, I'm going to eat it. I'll give that a try. That <laughs> looks delicious. And what did it do to you? <laughs> so I ripped it open. I put like maybe half the packet in my mouth and kind of ate slid down my throat and then eventually just stopped sliding and got stuck to my throat and surprisingly made my throat feel very dry. Yeah, because that's what it's meant to do. It's it's like a dehumidifying little packet of granules. You know know what I always say? YOLO. Yeah? Yeah, Not for very long. No. (laughs) Eating silica You only live one hour. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's a miracle that Michael didn't uh, asphyxiate himself as a child. Yeah. And it's amazing I didn't have some kind of cardiac issue almost immediately Mm. in my late teens. What are you you bringing to the table here, Peter? I don't know. I can't really think of, like, anything that's so sort of horribly gluttonous. In terms of, like, something that's kind of greasy Mm. and kind of gross... I used to uh, have 9 a.m. lectures like two or three times a week at uni. Yeah. And after my lecture, I'd come back at like 10 or 11 and I'd go in the kitchen. I'd put some some toast on. Mm-hmm. I'd then melt cheese onto the toast right. in the oven. And while that is melting, and there's a, I would do thick slices. It would be like almost yeah. as thick as the bread, like <laughs> <laughs> bread and then cheese. So that bad pizza we made i mean the yeah, amazing like, pizza no, we made, where it was just great big hunks of cheese on yeah. it that don't melt properly mm-hmm. right so you wanted sweaty cheese it was almost sweaty cheese but i did right. leave it in long enough to melt so it was properly melted okay and while it's melting i would i would grill some bacon i would mm-hmm. then put the bacon mm-hmm. again greasy oily onto yeah. thick ass cheese yeah onto white bread mm-hmm. and i would eat it and i would enjoy it 
And then one time while I was eating it, we, we actually had a, a cleaner for our kitchen, oh. for halls. I know Is, some... Was she the one who found you? Yeah, well, she, yeah, <laughs> she did. Um, I, was, I was just sitting down eating this and the cleaner came in and she was a nice lady. She said hi. And she, she didn't address the fact that I was eating this thing. But at that point, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a, so you knew what you were doing was wrong? Oh, yeah. Do you have a name for it? Uh, diabetes, yeah. I think. Okay. I, I've heart disease. Admittedly, grown a lot more bold with my culinary disgust. He's gone up to twelve slices since I, oh, <laughs> mate, the oily bread. That's like a that's a ritual for me now. Uh, I've become a lot more bold since I since I have have lived alone. Right, um, you've tried real food. Well, no, no, no. I mean, well, as in, like, it's worse. Oh, like, oh no! I've, because before I had that. There's, there's a shame element, isn't it? Oh yeah. Isn't it? Oh you yeah. Don't I guess you want just... to do it because you're afraid of judgment. Like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go into the kitchen when my housemates were around anyway. But and make just eight because I had to. Well, no, just just because I had to deal. Oh with right, them. yeah. Um, yeah, agreed. not that I had anything against them. It's just you know, people are very tiring. People are oh, people oh, are people. Careful. And so yeah, I'd I'd like when I knew everyone else was out. I was like, oh, God, now damn, it's time. I'm gonna do like a cheese toasty, but I'm gonna put a little bit of like frankfurter in there. <laughs> oh, that'll be well good. That'll be delightful. But now it's like, what can I put in? Chocolate spread. Uh, I don't know. Fucking dog. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say the cat. Yeah, I wish I had chocolate spread for my uh, French toast. Yeah. I realised I've like you asked for like a dream gluttonous meal, and I've said two slices of French well, toast. No, but yours and was silica like, gel. Anecdotal. Yeah. Silica gel. Yeah, but because like I'm not in that hungry mindset right now, so I can't fantasise about food. Yeah, I can't really. I've just drank a can of lilt, so I'm satisfied. I'm like, I, what what satisfy me right now is when I sit down. I, I and I've already know. got that. I really like giant burgers with like two yeah. patties three brothers is a good loads of cheese good. loads of bacon oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Bit you of should salad. have had the burger i had there you yeah. couldn't even see the burger patty because oh of the that bacon. day i wasn't i wasn't feeling up to it i don't oh. remember why or maybe i just didn't want to spend like 12 quid or whatever maybe it was, it was obscenely expensive yeah. but you know you gotta treat yourself right yeah i could well, probably just eat like two blocks of halloumi if i tried oh yeah i think anyone could oh, right yeah. the squeaky cheese the squeaky cheese mm. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll stop talking about food now. Continue. Who would like to go first? Who wants to bring their special, special treat to the table? I think today? you should go first this time. Yeah? Or, or is yours... No, mine is, mine is, I think, quite tame in comparison to your, your uh, guys' stuff. Okay. Ooh, okay. It's about when Peter and I went to BAFTA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Last week. Which sounds made up. It does sound made up, but it's very real. It's very, 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 very real. I promise you. Um, it is kind of ridiculous. Hopefully people are familiar with BAFTA, but if you're not, uh, it's a very prestigious institution <laughs> in the UK, the British Academy uh, Film Television, Television Awards. And, uh, awards, yeah, yeah, or art or, or something like that. Yeah. We don't even know what the acronym awards. is and we went. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and they're, they're very posh. They all dress up in suits. Yeah, to the point where we, we, wanted to, we wondered whether we had to wear a suit. Yeah, we like, that was. I don't have my suit with me here. I have an itinerary of oh, like yeah. of how it went. Okay. Oh, um, but even uh, we were there for the game portion. It's sort of like the the UK's uh, answer to the Oscars, if you will, but a yeah. little bit, but very British. Very, very, very British. British. Oh, yeah. And uh, they they even uh, recognise games, so they they have an entire games division, and uh, even that is like proper upmarket stuff like i remember notch was receiving some award and he was upset that he was told he had to wear a suit really yeah oh fuck not he, he seems like the kind of guy who would what a dickhead yeah he had he had to wear his shit hat notch <laughs> you and your shit hat just fuck off already please just fucking 
You and your shit hat. You can notch. afford a suit and you can afford not to wear a hat. <laughs> notch to wear a hat. Yeah. So last Wednesday, our good friend Dave, at Dave, Dave. on Twitter. At Dave. On Thanks, Twitter. Dave. Asked us if we'd be up for being a last-minute replacement on the BAFTA Game Awards nomination stream. To which we were like... Uh, Sorry, it sounded a bit like you said the BAFTA Game Awards <laughs> nomination stream then. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we ummed and about it for a bit. We also shot a worse games, I think, in that time yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then afterwards we got more detail because we didn't know, like... Because it was the day before. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what the dress code was. We didn't know... We were honestly not sure if we'd have played any of the games. Yeah. Because as much as we enjoy video games, we don't play everything. Nah. We no. can't play everything. It's impossible. We're not journalists. We just, we're just idiots. We're just idiots we on the just, internet. We are just total fucking buffoons. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then, eventually, we decided uh, to do it. Mm. Michael wanted to not. Oh, be I tapped any out in about five seconds of hearing. But I was like, "Fuck all. that! I can't do that." But they only wanted one person. That's the thing. Yeah, that was our one demand: was that if if we're going to do it, we have to do it as a duo to maintain the Ant and Dex style. Well, uh, that was probably the argument we would have given. But I think partly it was because. Between us, we we thought we had more chance of knowing enough of the games. But if one of us went in, mm. it would not be a good hit rate, I don't yes, think. That's very true. Is it acceptable? No, it's not going to be your okay kid to make jokes about Ant and Deck, is it? About- oh, God. <laughs> oh, poor As I say, which one's going to go into rehab? Uh, probably me once I do some more fucking oil shots. Yeah, mm. God. Oh, please, yeah. Ben, stop for your family. So, just like that, we've somehow ended up as part of a panel of, and I quote, Experts, experts uh, on this BAFTA. Well, you did look very BAFTA. smart. You looked respectable. The texts we were sending each other the night before it was like, "I'm going to be wearing these shoes." Okay, well, I've got some brown shoes, right? Well, I'm going to be wearing this shirt and like a smart pair of black jeans because yes. Peter and I don't have a suit. No. Well, I have one. Well, I've got one, but it's at my parents' house. Oh, I have one, but it's way too big for me because ah. it was like from several years ago. Yeah. And I have, have... you shrunk? <laughs> You're just getting tiny and tinier. I used to be 16 stone. Damn son. Yeah. yeah. Damn, son. I used to be I used to be a big old boy. Chunky. He used to have Kick 16 slices of fried I did. Oil no, bread. that was that time. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was. It all makes sense. The no gluttony, way. the gluttony's not gone, but mm. the the desire is very much is very real. You work out pretty well. You do you do a I good do job, right. boy. Like I try. Anyway, yeah. that's not the point. Um that's why I have a big suit. I have <laughs> one shirt yeah. in my entire wardrobe that fits me. And that was the one shirt that I that I had to wear. I have one pair of nice shoes, and then we were texting each other like two girls before the the year eleven leavers ball going. Our, like we sent it to our girlfriends as well, and they yeah. said, yeah. "It's finally like you boy, you stinky boys understand what it's like to go literally anywhere with a group of like, girls." I'm wearing this. I don't know if I can wear these trousers with these shoes. What do you think? And like we're yeah. sending literally, we were laying out our clothes on the bed and I like sending pictures to, to be, each other. Or at least I wanted to be fair to you. Like I didn't want to show up suddenly with smart shoes if you yeah. were going to wear trainers because I didn't want to be a dickhead. Like I just wanted to make sure that we were on the you know. Yeah, me too. Not that I thought I could outstyle you in any capacity with my one shirt. Me neither. Well, you but didn't I have a choice. To, Your shirt yeah. was. Was nice. I really oh, liked thank it. You, Peter. I'm just looking at a your shirt. Of you was lovely now. as well. Yeah. yeah. No, you both did well. It's a nice it's shirt. Right, isn't it? Very well done. There are photos on our Facebook page if you want to go and see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, FYI, Fee. So then we had to wake up at 4:30 the next day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the car did it pick you up at like 10 to 5? Yeah. Came got early. Got to mine for five. Yeah, it came early for me as well. Oh. Um, and then we got there at about eight mm-hmm. because. And here's the thing. 
what pisses me off about trains. <laughs> Buckle up. Is <laughs> that they're so fucking expensive yeah. that it's cheaper to get a private car from Bristol to the centre of London than it is to get two peak time rail tickets. Mm. How fucked up is that? Yeah. Anyway. It's terrifying. So we get there at eight, we go into the very fancy BAFTA building and they've yeah. got, you know, the BAFTA mask statuettes on the wall with one eye yeah with the sort of yeah, winky it, face there. is that hey. like the normal design or is that yeah. like where they hide the cameras inside that disappeared no, it's like eye that. oh it's yeah. like that's not some kind of like terminator cyborg situation oh. or it might be i don't know what the you origin of that is yeah so there were loads of those uh, we went up the stairs there was a weirdly severe receptionist yeah he was very wearing strange. a suit uh he was like very like I am in an esteemed position mm, yes he's not just some intern please doing sign this. in yeah please sign in so we had to sign in, and we were sort of joking back and forth, like, oh, what's the, what's the date? And he just, like, just com- like, completely blanked us. As soon as he gave us a pen... It was worse was on the way out, intri- which I'm sure you'll get to. Yeah, we'll but- get, yeah, that guy was, like, he was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. Uh, so then we, wandered, we went up a couple of floors, wandered through this cafe, and met our contact, Ryan, who was Ryan. very lovely. Mm-hmm. Must say, and I'll repeat it again at the end, everyone we encountered was delightful. Apart from the receptionist. <laughs> Apart from the receptionist. Um, and it was, it was a lovely time. Um, so we wandered through the cafe, met Ryan, who took us up to our little study room, oh. where we met the host of the panel, Julia Hardy, who's from Radio 1, yeah. Tamar Hussein, who's the UK editor at GameSpot, yeah. and Alicia Judge from IGN. Yeah. Uh, we were told to turn off our phones, as we are amongst the first people to know the nominees. Not even <gasps> the nominated... Um, the nom- I don't know why I said What's... the nominees. Mm-hmm. Not even the nominees are aware that they're nominees yet. Oh. Mm. Uh, we're, we're, apart from the BAFTA selection committee, the only people aware. And it, it became apparent that... Uh, because uh, the day before, we'd sent an email going, look, we're, we're kind of up for doing this, but we would, we'd kind of like to know some of the games in advance just so we know that we've like played them and stuff. They were like, no, no way, like we can't send them to you. And when we got there the next day, I could totally see like they were super, like they really didn't want, want anyone to know about it. Like even mm. five minutes before you know, it was going to go out, they were like, oh, yeah, make sure. In fact, they told us to make sure that our paper on the desk didn't have the nominees visible. Yeah. Literally about 60 seconds before the VT was going to roll. Like mm-hmm. it was going to go, hello, welcome to this stream. God. 60 seconds later, the nominees were going to be announced on a VT. And, and we they were like, let it be do spoiled. not have your paper showing it a minute in it's advance. It's intimidating, isn't it? Yeah. So then we were then told we could turn on our phones because Peter and I didn't know many of the people, uh, many of the nominees, and had to sort of research a lot of them, especially for the mobile category, because we weren't going through every single category. It wasn't just us, to be fair. Like I think all of us collectively were like, particularly the mobile games, I think even games journalists don't play a great deal of them. Mm. But they certainly were aware of them, and we were not (laughs) at all. Uh, So, yeah, we went through that. And even then they said, they were saying, well, you know, no one's ever leaked this stuff, so it'd be really like it'd be really bad if you, if there was a leak and this is the first time. Yeah. We're like, shit, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Not that we were going to leak anything, of course. No. Not that we would ever dream of doing that. Uh, so we went into our little room where we were going to do the stream from. Oh yeah, the set. And we sat down, and they've got the big old BAFTA statuette in the corner and then a projector screen behind us and we've got to sit around this table 
and our water was placed symmetrically in front of us. Aww. There's a crew of like five people there, yeah. like two sound guys, a lady working the auto queue, mm-hmm. like loads of camera ops. Yeah, camera ops. Like a, I think a, it's there being was like live a, produced from outside. Yeah, the there were more people like directing from the outside, speaking through an earpiece. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen an earpiece in real no. life. I don't no. understand how people work with those. I couldn't like talk and have someone talk at the same time. Yeah. Well, she was Julia Hardy was truly a professional. Oh, yeah. She was very good. Very, very good. If we were asked to host something, that would be an automatic no. Because yeah. We, yeah. we wouldn't be able to do that. We could barely be We'd panelists. Play. Please check our, our channel and our content before you ask us to host anything. That would be our reply. Just, yeah. do you know who we are? Yeah. Why us? Yeah. Why us? Um, and we, we had a couple of run-throughs and that all, all went fine. Um, and then it came to doing the, the thing for real. Yeah. And and suddenly, I, I don't know about you, but I was very nervous. Well, we, I think it's it's very apparent, particularly in the first sort of two minutes, that we behaved as though we'd been through 25 years of life without having arms. <laughs> and then... Our hands. We didn't know what to do with was our the hands. First day, this was the first day in yeah. our life that we'd been gifted hands from the gods and we were like it was the oh, clasped hands what do you do yes. with these the I'm going to sit upright hands. and have my hands clasped together yeah. we've really... never done anything like this though mm. before especially with such a comprehensive crew it was so such a prestigious thing um, at least we were talking to Tamur and uh, Alicia beforehand oh yeah they, they, were they said like you know we've 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 not done stuff exactly like this, but we've done live streams from E3 and things mm-hmm. like that, where you're sat on a set and stuff, and you're three, two, one, and you're live and that sort of thing. Yeah, never done anything like that. Nah. So this was this was really quite nerve wracking. It's um, weird because we've obviously we've done a lot of stuff in front of camera, and I even like it wasn't just the arms thing. Like I didn't even necessarily know where to look. Yeah. I didn't know like it's so strange because you know the number of times I've sat on that sofa in front of our vidiot's camera or you know the, the previous job. I shouldn't have an issue at least like looking either down the camera or at the person I'm talking to. You but just even went in, that, like, I was just full manual mode. Yeah, you're aware of everything you're doing. Okay, you're manually my breathing. Eyes. Okay, it was like one hands. of the first times I'd I'd been on camera. It felt like that. It was like, yeah. oh my god, what? How do I do this? You yeah. take a drink and you're like, I don't want to drink too loud, so you end up taking <laughs> yeah. a tiny amount, but then you don't want to swallow too loud, so you sort of inhale it a bit, and you're like, I can't cough. Yeah, I can't cough. What if I need a wee? What if I need a wee? <laughs> I'm hungry. You put your hand up and you ask. My stomach's growling. Will that be picked up on the microphone? I've never heard of half of these games. What's an Xbox? Ah! (laughs) So just to highlight how ridiculous it was that we were even there, this is the intro uh, as everyone's being introduced. (laughs) And just just sort of, you can kind of tell how we're sort of the odd ones out in this situation. It's IGN host and editor Alicia Judge, UK editor at GameSpot, Tamar Hussain, and what I must stress are the self-titled vidiots. Oh, no. Agree to that now on camera. We didn't call you that. Ben Potter and Peter Austin from the Yogscast. So welcome to you all. Thank you so much for coming in. (laughs) From the Yogscast. From the Yogscast. This is the thing. It's like when we went to, uh, what was that thing called in Paris? Uh, Uh, What's Next? What's Next? Yeah. Defocus. Defocus. Whenever we go to these events now, we we were generally listed on the guest guest list as the Yogs cast, mm-hmm. and I think like the event organisers beforehand, if they've not been in direct contact with us and got our names, yeah. they, all they think is like, oh, the Yogs cast are coming to our event. Yeah. Sam and Lewis are coming. These yeah. fucking morons. <laughs> God. 
Yeah, I think it was just uh, hey, we got a video to plug in there though. Yeah, look that's at that. the thing. We got oh, yeah. we plugged we plugged our shit even though it sounded ridiculous. But we got more of an introduction, I think, more airtime we did. Oh, we, yeah, than anyone else point. because of how stupid our name is yeah. Yeah. and how, quite frankly, ridiculous uh, ridiculous it is. It's not the kind of name you can just gloss over, is it? It's no. just, oh, these are the idiots. That's, that needs some... Like, what? Sorry, can you, can you explain a little bit? Yeah, so stupid. Uh, then, miraculously... We managed to get through the whole thing without too many issues. I did panic a little at the start, and I don't know if you noticed this, Peter. Mm. And I said that one of my favourite games that year was Cuphead, and I've never. Oh played yeah, I thought you were just. <laughs> I thought you were just bullshitting. Oh, I was. Well, yeah, I was bullshitting, but I was desperately trying to think of another game to go with my point, and I was like, "Well, Cuphead's one, but I haven't fucking played it." No, I, I got... love Cuphead. Yeah, I, yeah. I said plenty. I think I particularly a... like the cup. Oh god, I yeah. I think a great deal of the games I talked about in that I'd not actually played. I've still not played Horizon because at the time I was playing like two other things, I think, and I just didn't do it. And then since then, just not not done it. And I'd like to, and I will do, mm-hmm. but. I mentioned Horizon and Hellblade. Oh, my God. Yeah. I raved about Hellblade. I was like, oh, yeah, I love those live action bits in the cutscenes. I've never <laughs> I've never even seen a Let's Play of Hellblade. I've seen the trailer and I've read a bit about it beforehand. But You, you did have some really strong opinions of another game that you haven't played. <laughs> which, which one? Uh, and Wolf- a certain sect of people. Wolfenstein 2. Oh, yeah. Anything else that was particular stand up? Well, yeah, a kicking Hitler and shooting Nazis is, is a lot of fun, really. Fuck but, yeah. Okay. You were trying to skirt around it, but if you ask me okay. directly, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> all, all right, I don't know how BAFTA feels about that, but... Uh, <laughs> you see, well, where's she implying BAFTA's and Nazi sympathisers? Yeah. What the fuck? How can anyone be against me I don't saying... don't know how BAFTA feels about Nazis! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more the idea of she's not sure why you brought why you went so specifically about well, kicking that was, Hitler. That was my one selling point. That was my one panic moment is that oh, we'd, we'd all been talking about Wolfenstein for a while and then she'd asked literally the three other guests about it, including you. Yeah. And for the entire stream up to that point, she'd not necessarily asked all four of us for an opinion on the same game. So I'd once she asked you about it, I was like, oh good, she's not. <laughs> and then as soon as you were done she turned to me and went yeah what about you any thoughts about, about uh, uh, Wolfenstein uh, uh, like kicking oh, Nazi <laughs> you, know, you know the BJ you know the BJ Blaskovich, the BJ Blaskovich featured the... on our sexiest yeah. gaming guys you could have said oh, he's, he's a big he boy a isn't he boy. and, and yeah, then you would have got that was a proper got panic got your... mode right. <laughs> but looking back in hindsight you could have got your you could have got your laugh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, you know, I would. Yeah. With BJ, <laughs> He right? puts the BJ in BJ, right? <laughs> he does. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. No, I, I mean, I stand by that. I don't regret saying it, but uh, I think it's it's funny, actually, because the when we first started talking about Wolfenstein, she opened with something like, so, yeah, uh, Wolfenstein, um, obviously... You know, there are a few things that we we might not want to talk about, or <laughs> something like that. She said something along the lines of, "Let's uh, not talk about Hitler and Nazis." Right. And then I, mean, my, it's kind I of thought the, she the, just meant spoilers. But. She may have meant spoilers, mm. but but my closing point on the Wolfenstein thing was the thing that she'd opened with saying, <laughs> saying "Let's, let's, let's not, not talk, talk about, about that one." So so that went down really well. Yeah. Um, and I think <laughs> then Paul from Fourth Floor sent us an email and said, "I also like kicking Nazis." Yeah. <laughs> just as the subject line, uh-huh. which is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that went down really well and uh, and that was pretty much it the stream was finished and we just about bs'd our way through a prestigious BAFTA live stream yeah um and again we we got a nice little bit of extra airtime in the outro because of just how interesting our name is oh. so thank you so much to my guests uh, alicia judge to more hussein and the vidiots their words ben and peter <laughs> and thank their you so words. much their words <laughs> see you later bye bye 
oh. as though like anyone would accuse her of. <laughs> you can't like, them boys videos. We're actually Fucking just journalists from IGN as well, but she goes, "Oh, and the idiots, <laughs> <laughs> Ben Potter and Nobody Peter Austin. slipped yet and called us idiots. Oh, idiots. Not yet. Uh, so that's nice. We said our goodbyes and re-encountered a somehow even moodier receptionist who pointed at the clock when asked what time it was wow. and produced a pen for us to sign to sign out like it was some kind of magic wand. Yeah. Like he just pulled it out of his pocket and just went, <clears throat> and then put it on the table for like us. Like sort of held it in our face as though it was like, I always carry a pen, why don't you? Yeah, <laughs> it was the time one that threw yeah, me, Yeah, we were like, what's, oh, when, what, what's the time now, what's the time? And he just turned and just went, pointed at the clock and didn't say a word. And then he didn't even look at the clock as well. He yeah. just pointed up at the clock and then went back to, I don't know, being a dick, yeah. whatever it was that he was doing, typing in his dick notes on dick simulator, he was doing... which is not <laughs> something very different, I think. He was doing that thing where if he'd been wearing glasses, he would have been looking over the top at them. Yeah, like... on his nose. Yeah, like yeah. He, nose. he sort of had his, his head down and was looking upwards, but was facing forwards, if you see what I mean. His, eye, his eyeballs were sort of in a rolled position mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that. Pre-roll. Yes. Nice. Uh, the whole stream is actually viewable on BAFTA's YouTube channel. It's, hey. I think it's their latest video, so you can go and watch it there if you want to see the whole thing. Uh, everyone was incredibly professional, and it was such an honour to be Except invited us. along. <laughs> yeah. Except us. Even if it's completely insane that they asked us at all. Thank you, BAFTA. Ah, and there we go. That's the thing that I brought to talk about today. The time mm. we got baffled. The time Aww. we got baffled. <laughs> Should we have another question? Yeah. Can I go to the bathroom, please? <laughs> My tummy's rumbling. Is that your question? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do need to go to the bathroom. Okay. So we'll put, we'll a, be, we'll put a, a pause on this for We'll a be right back. Is it silica gel again? Yeah, it's coming out the other end. It's not good. On the subject of the BAFTAs and stress, mm. uh, I want to tell you, I know you wanted to move on to a question, but it's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of relevant right now. Go on. The day before the BAFTAs, I went to get a haircut. Yes. Because I thought... I need one anyway, and also I'm going to be on a BAFTA's live stream tomorrow. <laughs> I should probably finally get this haircut. Yeah. So I uh, did a quick Google before the end of work to see where it was going to be open, and I realised the only place that was going to be open after like half past five was this one that was conveniently on my walk home, right? Mm. But they, they didn't seem to have a website or anything, so I couldn't really find out what was going on. I could just see the opening times on Google, so I was like, right, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go and assume it's fine. So... I was walking past and I sort of, I opened the door and as I was stepping into the door, I sort of looked around and thought, this isn't, I shouldn't necessarily be in here. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I noticed also that I'd opened the door that had the closed sign on. Oh, good. Oh. And so I thought, oh, this is a get out. So I sort of looked at them and I went, oh, sorry, are you, are you closed? And he, he sort of looked at me, this guy, and he hesitated and went, no, no, it's okay. Yeah, well, there's this time. I was like, shit. Shut now he's made allowances for me. So being British, mm-hmm. I stepped in yes. and sat down on the sofa. It was very swanky inside. Mm-hmm. There were two barbers in there who were kind of young and sexy men. With, <laughs> sure. With, uh, All of a sexy man. Yeah, with, with really nice hair and like super like cropped beards and stuff. Right. And I could tell that they, I could tell that they weren't from Britain, right? Okay. <laughs> I could tell that they were a foreign, right? And, <laughs> and it, beca- it became quickly apparent yeah. it was a Turkish barber. Oh, nice! Oh. Now Turkish barbers are very nice. The Turkish they know how to bar. Oh yeah, they're really good. Sure. Uh, but as I sat and watched what was going on around me, I was like, I'm so out of my my 
my depth and my cultural comfort zone here. Right. Because they were shaving a man with fucking dental floss or something <laughs> or like cheese wire they just had string yeah. like he had his, his he had his arms at like full wingspan right. with string and he i think he was like plucking this guy's beard yeah with string. Oh. seen that before it's and i was like what is going on then the guy who sat next to him in the other chair was being shaved with like a cutthroat razor and i was yeah, like yeah. okay i would that would be interesting having someone with a, a blade at your throat so eventually it was my go went and sat in the chair and uh, and he 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 did my hat for me. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, did a great job. Lovely, well, Peter. Very much. Yeah. Then he got his his cutthroat razor out and was like just doing some really sharp sharp edges on me. And I was going, okay, this is this is interesting. Uh, then he said he sort of looked at my face for a while and he was like, hmm, I can do the face for free. And I was like, what? Yeah. what? And I just sort of went, uh, uh, okay. And uh, as he was doing it, I sort of looked up at the prices. And they do, like, facial hair and, like, brows and stuff for, like, a fiver or something. Right. So I guess he was just doing it. I, I don't really have either of of either. Okay. But, uh, but he wanted you to come back in the future when you yeah, do have Yeah, well, those. exactly, and then pay right. for them, I guess. Okay. So then he goes over to his, his little sink thing. Yeah. And he gets out the dental floss again. Uh-oh. And I'm like, where's this going? <sighs> and he starts plucking my brows <gasps> oh, with dental floss. Nice. How did that feel? It it felt all right. Like it didn't it didn't hurt, but I I didn't expect it. And suddenly this string just comes towards my eye. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? Fucking hell. So I'm like, okay, just just act like you do this all the time. Yeah, oh yeah, cool. I always go to the dentist and have my uh, have my brows done. Yeah. So oh yeah, I'm I'm sitting there. He's doing that, and I'm like, God, he really knows what he's doing. At which point, <laughs> at which point, he puts the string. On the table, I'm sort of in a bit of a daze, just kind of looking around the room or looking in the mirror. <laughs> and I don't really notice in time to, to react that he grabs a lighter, lights his lighter, shoves it in my ear. <laughs> hang on, hang on, what? hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, let's break wait, that down. Wait, wait, what, so he, let's what, break what that exactly down. did he shove in your ear? A lit lighter. Right. So he grabs a lighter. Yeah, and I'm he sort of like... He ignites it. Yeah. And then shoves it in your ear. Puts the flame inside my ear. Right. And uh, <laughs> um, is that to get rid of the little hairs? Well, so it all happened so fast. <laughs> it was officer. <laughs> officer. It was like this, officer. I I didn't I didn't see it coming for one thing. Yeah, he would never. That's the last thing you'd expect exactly. to happen. And. It, well, it was weird. It kind of, in a way, it happened so fast, but it was also one of those slow motion moments <laughs> where I had a long time in the split second that it was in there to think, okay, this is probably normal. Yeah. He's probably doing some kind of special Turkish barber thing where they like light your ear hair on fire. But mm-hmm. maybe he's some kind of maniac fetishist, and I was the last one in the shop at this point. And is uh, he just so is he just setting you. fire to my ear? Maybe it was like some sort of uh, Shrek scam, where he's trying to melt your earwax, the wax, and then make a candle. get it out, make a little candle, and then that's his entire side business. Yeah. So, so I'm just looking at a YouTube video now of a. Uh, Turkish barber's uh, traditional hair removal technique. So, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a, an established technique, apparently. Yeah. Wow. He just struck a lighter. and sh- It was in there for only, like, half a second, and it, it just got a bit warm. Really? Like, it didn't It didn't oh. feel... I I feel I like I could do it to so myself. sensitive. Well, yeah. I wouldn't do it to I yourself. I wouldn't do it to myself, but I, I feel like I, I, I could. 
and not be too worried about doing it. You could. And then I, yes. I mean, you're, you're supposed to not put cotton buds in your ears. Yeah, but a, a lit flame lit, is lit fine. Flame. Yeah. So then you walk around to the other ear and mm. did that. And uh, well, you were ready that time. Yeah, well, you sort clenched of. your ear hole shut. Yeah, I was just trying to play it really cool. Like, right. you know, oh, yeah. Hey, it's just me, the guy that wandered in two minutes before, <laughs> two wi- minutes after closing I just, time. I just felt like such a white guilt milk toast <laughs> cracker boy piece of shit yeah you shouldn't have been there closing you know, time I really tried to be cool so much culture yeah you I, don't know what to do with it apart I, from steal it and make it your own yeah I don't want to by the way I don't want to come across as xenophobic like I don't want to be in a room with Turkish men I just meant that I'm so white and uncool and like basic do you know what I mean uh, yeah that like I had no right to be anywhere where there are talented like Hem. cool men who no, really know what they're doing and you know, I should just be in like some some horrible Greg's Greg's. You know, Greg's do haircuts now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> nicely. Absolutely. So they did an amazing job, and yeah. uh, I I didn't even know I had hair in my ears to light on fire. But, but now, apparently, there you go. I think well, it not is, anymore. It's that it's little gone. soft downy kind of. You can't even see it, but uh, oh yeah. boy, you can you can smell lit hair. Uh. Yeah. yeah. And then when I had a shower later on in the evening, like two hours later, I could yeah. smell it again. Oh, yeah. interesting. Weird. So that's nice. That's so my story. What a story. Thank you, they, you for bringing it along, Peter. Yeah. Lit my ear on Would you fire. go back to the Turkish barbers? Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to go back there. Yeah, you got a name go. for them? Uh, I think they were called Star Barbers. Starbers. Yeah, they should have just called themselves Starbers. Ali Starbers. Shouldn't they? Yeah. That's there was a, lovely. Near where I'm from, there was a kebab shop at, called Abracadabra. Oh, that's good. There's a few of those. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good. It's yeah, a quali- are, quality name. The, there are a few uh, hair salons called Curl Up and Die. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really I've good. seen one in Bristol, yeah. Yeah. There was one in Bristol. Yeah. We should come up with an original pun no one's ever done and make a shop out of that. Yeah. What kind uh, of shop? I don't know. What, what do we like? Uh, Silica gel. Mm. Uh, fried bread. Um, Silica hell, cheese, thick cheese. If you uh, if you if you did like fried bread with sort of fruit compote on it, and like various different toppings you could get, yeah. you could call it bread and buried. That's, oh, that's pretty good. That's yeah. quite good. Yeah, but you like also, that. you're a funeral director. <gasps> oh yeah, but yeah. you're just known for your Delicious. fried bread. Oh, you don't even compote. do the fried bread. You just do your funeral director, but you also do like little fruit snacks, just dead and buried. <laughs> right, people come in. They walk past the coffins yeah. and they go straight to the table of fruit snacks. Can where have some, are the fruit snacks? Some straws, please. Got to go for those straws and those bloobs. Right? <laughs> bloobs. Bloobs is what they're, they're called. Bobby Baba Blooby. <laughs> there we go. It took us 50 minutes, but we got, we them got in. We got it. We referenced yeah. it. Yes. What a lovely story. Thank you, Peter. You're welcome. Uh, we're going to quickly go through a couple of questions and then it's Michael's turn. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, this question comes from Antonia, full stop. Right. Uh, at They All Died Oops. Hey, oh, I know that Antonia name. sent us some stuff. I think so. In probably an episode of Person Tap that's not gone out Maybe yet. Maybe it's not gone out yet. We've Thank received you, it though, Antonia. Thank you. Thank you. How did Michael get back from France? I oh. demand a detailed story including but not limited to explosions, gunfights and sexy women. It has to be the truth, of course. It was a long, long old story, but um, I'll start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I woke up in an alleyway next to a dumpster. Yeah. I think it was about 4pm in the day and I realised at this point Ben and Peter had left the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was I was distraught. I had nothing to my name. I had just literally clothes on my back and I had to figure out a way back to England. Mm-hmm. Don't speak a word of French. No, it was awful. And as you know, no one in France speaks English. Not a single person. Or, or Geordie. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm going around. Why are you, man? What's, what's the crack? What's happening? And everyone's like, what, what the fuck? Who's this man? Yeah. 
So anyway, yeah. So I, I walk towards uh, the local port. So I think, oh, I might be able to jump on a ferry. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say the local pawn shop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I might have had a detour on the way, but that's that's not point of the story. I bought a replacement, Peter. <laughs> yeah. No, I meant I meant pawn shop. As uh, in, oh. Yeah. Oh. Right. Oh, you you innocent. I bought a replacement, Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I went to the ferry and I thought, oh, I'll slip on a bit of cargo, you know, one of those big crates, mm-hmm. get oh, in yeah. one of those. But sadly, they were all locked. They keep security tight on lockdown there. Oh, what no. the fuck? Um, so I, I was again. I was. I was. I was against myself. I was like, I don't know what to do. Mm. Then I found a lovely, lovely man. He had the most chiseled face. He was beautiful. Where was are you it going? This? <laughs> and this man had a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was a really nice bicycle. It's one Not of those that ones useful for getting across. Yeah, the did he ride it really fast <laughs> no. out of the sea? This is the difference, though. There wasn't any bicycle. It was a, a one with a motor in it. So oh. you could pedal, charge up this motor, and then for like five minutes have a nice, woo, just cruise along. Right. And so for three days, I I pedaled, yeah, I cruised, I pedaled, I cruised across France, up through the Euro Tunnel on the train tracks. I went on my bike, ding ding, just like that. I pulled up into London. Wait. Where so, did you get on the Eurostar? Because it sounds like you went a lot further away from the stop in Paris. Yeah, it also sure sounds like... I didn't... My phone had died, so I didn't have a map. So there I was, are some oh, holes okay. in this story. You said that you were in Paris, <laughs> then you went to the port to sneak aboard a ship across the English Channel, at which point you realised you couldn't get on one. So you went all the way back to Paris to get a bike from a man. No, no, the, the, the man was at the port. Right, so yeah. why did you just say you cycled from Paris? Because I'm not sure where the port is. <laughs> Can you tell this story? Paris is very much inland. The next question comes from... <laughs> anyway, he made it home, the end. Eskil Bjornstad at oh. E-S-S-K-I-L 94 on Twitter. E-S-S-K-Eskil. Eskil. Eskil? Eskil, Eskil. Eskil Bjornstad. I think that's how you're next name. Eskils. Asks, what games are you most looking forward to hearing more about at E3? At the E3. Oh, that's a good question. Is that oh. a good game? I know what yours is, Peter. Yeah. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil, definitely. Beyond Good and Evil 2, I should say. Oh, yeah. Uh, unless they change... I don't know. They might change it to, like, Beyond Good and Evil 0 or something, because it's meant to be a prequel. It seems a bit weird oh. calling it 2 when Beyond it's Good a prequel. Evil minus one. Minus one, yeah. Mm. Or Beyond Good and Evil Genesis or Genesis. something. <laughs> oh, so excited. Yeah. So excited about that. I'm curious about Smash, because I never played... Never properly played a Smash game anyway. I never like really got into it. I really want this to be kind of the time where I give it a go and I get yeah. into it and it'd be nice. So I'm really curious. Just basically to get a release date for that. That's all I need to know. I love the concept mm. of the Smash games. I, I've i never played um, PlayStation All-Stars, but again, that kind of thing. I don't know if they maybe pulled it off really badly, but I, I love the idea fine. of like a huge... A bit like kind of Avengers, I guess. A kind of big shared yeah. universe where everyone... Has comes a, together comes and to play. Yeah. yeah, comes to play together. It's such a, a nice idea. Some I've, weird characters in that. Game. I've never owned a, a Nintendo console. Um, I used to play at my friend's house. Yeah, mm. I I played N sixty four a lot with my best friend, but I never owned one. And we played Smash there, but I've never like properly attached myself to the characters, so mm. I don't quite get as much out of Smash as I know that I would if I was attached to the characters. Because when when all that like crossover stuff happens I, I think it's great uh, I'm looking forward to hearing 
I don't know if it's still too early and I don't want them to rush anything oh, and yeah. just show us shit that's not finished, but I'd like to see some more Last of Us stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and equally, I'd be very interested to hear if there are any tentative plans regarding that Nintendo Switch Pokemon title yet. Oh, yeah. Because if I'm, they do a fully blown Switch RPG, then I am well oh, and truly in it. Because they were going to do one for Nintendo 64, but it got scrapped. Oh. And that's the oh. only other time they've they've tried to make a Game Freak style actual Pokemon RPG for home consoles rather than just handheld. There'd be fools not to. That would sell so well. If if we weren't very kindly sent a Switch by Nintendo, that would be... I would buy one for that. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. Um, And it would be as simple as that. Also, you're you're thinking there might be a bit of a Bloodborne sort of... Oh, yeah, of course. ...spiritual successor. Oh, look at you, Peter, looking out for me. Yeah. Shadows Die Twice, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, shown off quite recently... That's incredibly exciting because it's it's from From Software. It's from, from From, who are amazing, and we don't know if it's PlayStation exclusive or not. But mm-hmm. suddenly, loads of stuff started showing up, like loads of uh, content uh, from Bloodborne that was completely locked down on the disc. Sort of early concepts and unused assets, I love and, things like and that. enemies and and bosses and and stuff like that. Um, suddenly, started exploding online, which was weird. Because it, the timing of it is a bit suspect, almost mm-hmm. like it was sort of planned. And I don't know if it's a spirit, spiritual successor to Bloodborne or what, but more from software stuff is, is more than welcome. Also, Spyro, please. Yes, if Spyro and when. Too, and yeah. Crash has a, apparently a quote five year plan. So the what? people are thinking there's going to be more Crash games. They've already said they're going to remaster an actual old Crash game, which mm-hmm. is probably going to be CTR. But oh, I think yeah. also they might be intending to just make some new games now that they've built the engine. Yeah, yeah so, uh, it's relatively easy now. Yeah. Mm. Michael, lots. Hi. what have you brought today? Oh, it's time to get spooky. Oh, oh. spooky, the spooky time. Let's play a game of how many people did they murder? Oh, my <gasps> God. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. So I've got... I've only got two murderers here. Okay. Because I was going to do five, and I thought, ooh, that's a lot of murder. And also Mambo already has the rights to all things pertaining to the number five. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mambo. Yeah. A little so, bit of Monica in, in my, my life. life. A little bit, bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Monica in the sun. A little bit of Monica in, in my, my life. life. <laughs> a little bit of Monica in Milan. A little bit of Monica. You, your man. Nice. Ah! 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 Oh, that peaked. Sorry. Yeah, it really did. Sorry, boys. Michael. Let's get spooky. So I brought along two murderers. Mm-hmm. I wanted to really... Oh, they're, in, they're with us right now. Oh, oh, put away the knife. Jesus I said, use them later. God. Sorry about that. They're so impolite. Dave, we said just keep... God, at Dave... Just keep him out at Dave. At Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> underscore one. Jack underscore the Ripper. <laughs> I really wanted to include H.H. H. Holmes in this list because he's one of my favourite murderers. Oh. Famous for building uh, his murder castle. And also the Master Chief as well. <laughs> but yeah, also the Master yes, Chief. Yeah. But the problem with him, Michael, for this game is that he killed between like eight and 200 people. Yeah, actually, yeah, pretty much spot on there. So, yes, uh, estimates wow, that's re- weird that you know that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm going to ask you second because I know Ben doesn't know much about murderers and serial no, killers. No, weirdly, I, I don't do loads. much extracurricular learning on the, on the killers of the world. Yeah. yeah, sadly, there's no definite number on H.H. H. Holmes. He just killed a lot of people Mm. so it doesn't quite work for the game but we're going to start with one of my all-time favorite murderers yeah yeah edward theodore gein also known as the butcher of plainfield 
Uh, I'm familiar with the the name Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Oh well, I've I've got a whole but I don't synopsis know anything here about him. Well, you're about to learn. Okay. Born in 1906, he lived in a little town in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He was raised by he was he had a he very was raised sh- by wolves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would have been better for him if he was raised by wolves. Oh. He had a very sheltered upbringing. He was raised by his extremely religious and controlling mother, Augusta Wilhelm. Seymour! <laughs> <laughs> the house is on fire! <laughs> was that Shaggy Doo then? Uh, that, was supposed, that was supposed to be uh, Seymour's mother. Right. I'm thoroughly bad at impressions. <laughs> now, Augusta Wilhelm, sounds like you can kind of picture that woman in your head. Yeah, like a very, very strong, severe. formidable, yeah. Pursed lips like a bottom. She carries yeah. a crop. A riding oh. crop. Oh, yeah. Not some Ooh. corn on the cob. It's a bit sexy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Augusta just got a lot more interesting. Oh. Now, Augusta would regularly peach, uh, peach, preach to little old Ed about the innate immortality. Uh, see, this is good reading. Immorality yeah. of the world, the evil of drinking, and her belief that all women were naturally prostitutes. Wow. She reserved time every afternoon to read re- Sorry, what, what basis in religion does that have? Yeah, she was very... Where did that come from? Wow. I think it was her own projections of... It's that like weird interpretation, isn't it, where people read something and they just assume... Like Eve was made for Adam right. from his rib, just basically for him to fool around with in the garden, right? Ooh, Not that yeah. that's what women really are, no. but that's what some psycho Augusta could, <laughs> could potentially interpret from the fact that God made a woman for the man. Religion you know? is, is problematic, isn't it? Yeah. It can be nice, but yeah, sometimes people take it. Too can far. be. They they do some good cake sales. Mm. Yeah, now they do. Augusta. Yeah, she rever- re- reserved time every afternoon to read her several children from the Bible, mm. usually selecting graphic graphic verses from the Old Testament concerning death, murder, and divine retribution. So this is what Ed's kind of childhood was filled with. How to raise your child? Yeah, just do this by Augusta. Fuck face. What's her name? <laughs> Wilhelm. 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 Now, over the years, all of Ed's family died off until it was just Ed and his mother oh, alone in their rural the farm. Chances oh. At one point, Augusta had a paralysing stroke and Ed committed himself to looking after her. Mm. Sometime in uh, 1945, Guy later recounted, he and his mother visited a man named Smith who lived nearby to purchase straw. According to Guy, Augusta witnessed Smith beating a dog. A woman inside the Smith home came outside and yelled him to stop. Smith beat the dog to death. Uh, Augusta was very upset by the scene. But what bothered her was not the brutality of a dog. It was the presence of a woman. What? <laughs> what? She was not upset about the fact that a dog was being beat to death. It was the fact a woman came running out. He was like, oh. Tried to stop the man from yeah. killing the dog. Wow. Yeah. That's not good. Augusta told Ed that the woman was not married to Smith, so had no business being there. Smith's harlot, she called her. Oh, she shouldn't have even oh, been there. Yeah. But she said all women are prostitutes. Why is she against prostitution if she's telling her son, by the way, all women are prostitutes? She's a bit, she's a bit of a funny one. God. Mm. She had a second stroke soon after and died shortly afterwards. So it could be seen, it, kind of the interpretation there is that she was killed by just the presence of an unmarried woman. She wow. was that ridiculous and devout. So seeing the sight of a man with a woman to which he was not married to was enough to practically kill Augusta. She died December 29th, 1945, at the age of 67. Ed was devastated by her death. He was, she was basically his entire world. Mm-hmm. So when she died, that sent him down into a spiral of just, oh, not good things, as you're about to find out. Ugh. In the words of uh, author Harold Schechter, 
He had lost his only friend and one true love, and he was absolutely alone in the world. Jeez. Oh, so, with all this, what 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 would you think the result is of this kind of upbringing and a toxic relationship with your mother? He's going to open one of those uh, those uh, fruit sweets that's come bingo. Um, you know, uh, come sweet. death death parlor. Oh, kind of environments. What were we calling it? Uh, a murder what? hotel. No, oh, no. what? <laughs> Sweeney Todd. No. <laughs> The pun we did earlier, Sweetie Todd. Oh, dead and buried. Dead buried. And, yeah. Dead and buried. Bread and buried. Bread and there buried. Bread and Perfect. Buried. God, what a wasted time. <laughs> right, so, well, I'll tell you for one I'll tell you one thing, Michael. I I don't know much about this murderer. Yeah. I I know my murders, but I don't know this one. I'm I know more about British murder, really. Oh, okay, well, good. I've got two American murderers, so maybe they'll oh, be good okay. for you. Okay. So, so the reason he was famous was the things he did with the bodies. Right. When what? he was questioned by police, he revealed he made as many as 40 nocturnal visits to local graveyards and uh, dug up bodies and returned them to his house. Interestingly, while digging up the graves, he claimed he was in a daze-like state. It was almost as if mentally he'd kind of switched off and he went on autopilot, went to these graveyards, dug up bodies mm-hmm. and would take them home to do, well, I'll tell you what he did with them. Well, about... there's one of two things. He either ate them or fucked them or, well, or actually... both. Did he dress them up? Actually, mm? Oh, you're getting close to dressing up. Okay. Did he posed he, them. He like taxidermied them or something. He he spoke to them like they were his mother. He, he like had he played, tea with them. He played Nintendo sixty four with them. Yeah, no, he propped them all up. He had like a nice because obviously no one else in the house. He made like nice little characters out of all these different people. Put them in situations, dress them up in he funny was, hats. Yeah. It was the nice. Star player in like a really wonky five aside game. <laughs> the only player. Yeah. <laughs> so with all do? these bodies, yeah. soon after his mother's death, uh, Gain cre- began to create a woman suit. Out of skin, okay. using these bodies. I was yeah. close with clothes. Yeah. So, so the idea was he could become his mother and literally crawl inside of her. This rings. Oh, this uh, rings okay. a bell. Yeah, I think it's he, a little he bit... made a whole suit out of people's skin, it's and he like would dance in the, the moonlight in it. It is. Yeah, I think it's it had an influence on that, and uh, wow. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is another influence. Oh, yeah. So, on a police search of his house, police found mm. a whole human basket of bones and fragments, mm-hmm. a waste basket made of human skin human skin covering several chair seats, skulls on his bedpost, female skulls, some with the top sawn off, balls made from human skulls, wow. okay. a corset made from female torso skin from shoulders to waist, leggings made from human leg skin, masks made from the skin of female heads, and then tie a head in a burlap sack, a heart <laughs> in a plastic bag in front of uh, his stove. Kind of maybe he was eating it, I'm not mm, sure. Right. A belt made from human female nipples. Wow! What four noses and a lamp? Four noses <laughs> and, and a lamp. A partridge in, in a pear tree. tree and a lampshade made from the skin of a human face. Wow. So you're getting quite heavy. Why the face? That's Why not use like some, yeah, it'd be a bit some weird, bum skin? It? I don't want my lampshade looking at me. <laughs> Maybe oh, you're not Ed Gein. You don't uh, yeah. moisturise. So you don't want you don't want a lamppost with a face, but you want you know a belt made of human nipples. That's yeah. the impetus well. here. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm uncomfortable. So, what are we doing, Michael? We're going to guess how many people he's murdered. Okay. The inspira- he was the inspiration for a lot of ho- more, uh, modern horror, including Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Silence of the Lambs. And for me, I think he is kind of the turning point for when horror just got fucked up. It's mm-hmm. like it was really kind of switched people on to the real cruelty in the world and how messed up you can be, which is why I like him so much, because he's mm. a real devil. He was arrested on the morning of November 16th, 1957, but how many people did he actually kill? 
How many people did he kill? visits, over 40 visits to the graveyard, but he did actually do some murdering as well. He did do murdering as well, yes. Uh, I'm going to say, let's go for 17 people. Okay, that's your guess. Peter, what are your thoughts? Yeah, see, it's, you have to think about how easy it is to get away with killing, you know, X amount of people. Like, if people go missing and get reported, it's not that easy. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, 12. You ready for the shocking truth? Oh, God. Mm. He only actually killed two people. Oh. oh. The rest of them were just bodies he dug up. He killed two people. Okay. So that's all right. He's not, right. not too bad. He only that's killed fine. two people. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, the he thing... He didn't get his third strike. Yeah. You've got to get your, your nipple belt somewhere. Okay, yeah. next. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. That okay. name should I know invoke that. terror in I know everyone. the name. I know the name. Also known as the Milwaukee Cannibal, who operated between the years of 1978 and 1991. Oh, so he had a 13-year stretch there. Hmm. That's worrying. From a young age, Dharma had an interest in animals. He collected various large insects, which he kept in jars. Later, this escalated to collecting animal carcasses on the roadside. Yeah, that's He dismembered these animals and stored various limbs in jars. He explained he was curious about how each animal fitted together. So already, as a little child... <laughs> Most kids just get a jigsaw, but, you know, No, yeah, you have right. to get, put together a dog. Look, everyone's pulled the legs off of Daddy Longlegs, but that's, like, level one. Yeah, yeah. that's, 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 that's where like you leave it. Basic educational. That's a bit fun, but, yeah, yeah not... Not that's, carcasses. Hey, not Billy, educa- Billy what? said, look, look what Billy said you can do with this daddy long legs. Like, that's that's it. It's not like, hey, do you want to see something cool? I don't think body. pulling the legs off a daddy long legs no, is, it is more educational, sadistic. is it? You don't no, go it's, like... It's fucked up. Oh, but like, what's kids this? Kids do it. It's a leg. Oh, yeah, kids do it. <laughs> kids are weird. Yeah. When Dharma reached puberty, he discovered he was homosexual and began to fantasize sexually about dominance and having control over a completely subservient partner. Eventually... These thoughts became became intertwined with dissection, which is always a fun right. combination. They go hand in hand. Mm. Oh, hand, yes. Hand in hand that's no longer attached. Yeah. <laughs> he became known as a class clown in his high school years. The pranks he pulled would become known as doing a Dharma. <laughs> <laughs> Do the Bartman, everyone. So every, everyone loved them. These pranks included bleating, which I assume is just what? going, meh. <laughs> is Michael, it you? Oh, my God. I'm Michael Dharma. Dharma. Simulating epileptic seizures and B- knocking. Lol. What? Classic. <laughs> classic. They're doing the Dharma. He's doing again. a Dharma. Oh, he's again. doing a classic. <laughs> guys, guys, come on. Everyone, look, he's You're doing a Dharma. Go- oh, oh, no, you don't, you don't need an EpiPen. He's just doing a Dharma. It's fine. He'd also knock over items at school and in local stores. What wow. a clown. Whoa. He'd knock things off. Oh. <laughs> oh what a. Oof. Is he a cat? While he's bleating. Map. <laughs> <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a well man already. That's a strange boy. Yeah. He was 18 years old when he claimed his first victim, just three weeks after his graduation. He well, picked you up know, a hit- he deserves a reward. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he just been stuck in at school. He's been making everyone laugh. You've got to have a little bit of chill out time. Mm-hmm. He picked up a hitchhiker named Mark Hicks and lured them into his house under the pretext of them drinking together. After Mark several Hicks. hours, Hicks wanted to leave. Because and he was bleating like a maniac. <laughs> Watch me knock You're making thing. me uncomfortable. <laughs> he keeps having a fit. <laughs> Please, Donna, stop. After several hours, Hicks wanted to leave, and in response, Dharma bludgeoned him with a ten-pound dumbbell and proceeded to strangle Hicks to death. Wow. After this, it was nine years until his next victim, so he had quite a lot of cooling off time. Mm-hmm. In that time, he got a job working at a local chocolate factory. Hey, oh, Jeffrey a sweet and man. the chocolate. Come with me, and, and you'll, you'll see 
A world of desecration. Oh, nice. In 1986, he got the idea of stealing a freshly interred corpse. He Mm. attempted to dig the coffin from the ground, but found the soil too difficult to dig and ultimately gave up on that plan. Oh, I bet he just left it as well. Yeah, it's all in this messed up state. Not like Eddie Gein. He managed to go through with that stuff. Yeah, Ed Gein was a professional. Yeah. However, in the summer of 1991 was when Dharma spiralled into insanity and chaos. He had the idea of turning his victims into zombies. His ultimate dream was a slave that he had total control over. Oh, God. Unhappy with having to deal with corpses, he wanted something living. His methods of doing this included drilling holes into the skulls of his victims and pouring hydrochloric acid or boiling water into the brain. Oh, I've heard this. In the hopes it would just completely turn off the brain and make a lifeful zombie for him to have fun with. Wow. One of the people that he injected hydrochloric acid into actually managed to escape the apartment. Wow. Dharma returned. So obviously, Dharma injected this, drilled a hole. Oh, I say obviously, like it's logical, but yeah, that's fine. He that's drilled a hole behavior. into this yeah. person's head, poured in the hydrochloric acid, and went out to get you know, some shopping or something and right. left the person in the. Some Krispy Kremes or yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's American. He saw the hole and was like, oh, I could oh, do man, some could donuts right hole. now. <laughs> that reminds me of donuts. <laughs> Dharma returned to him, and on the corner of his street, he saw his victim, naked, frantically talking in Laotian. He went over to investigate, and shortly after, the police, uh, police, police arrived. And Dharma simply stated he was an intoxicated lover, and stated that this was simply a domestic incident, and he had nothing to worry about. So, what did the police do? They find this person naked, running around screaming on the street. They hand them back to Dharma. No, yeah. Takes him back up to the apartment. Fuck. And promptly kills him. So the police were literally within inches of saving a man's life. But they just thought, oh, it's just some lover's tiff. They'll be fine. Let's just put him back what in the What about the giant hole in his head? What? Well, yeah, probably, maybe it was, if he was only injecting it, it might have been a tiny little pinhole. Oh, maybe. Size yeah. thing. Ugh. The police went up to Dharma's apartment, returned the victim to Dharma, and promptly left. Yeah, then he killed the victim. Cool. So later, again, more killings happening in this time. More victims managed to escape from the apartment and managed to find some police officers. They were taken to Dharma's apartment where police found Polaroids, but this time, the police actually went inside and investigated. They were doing the job when you Yay. find hey. someone, you know, in a mess up state on the street. They found several Polaroids of various bodies within that very apartment. So looking at these right. Polaroids of decapitated torsos and stuff. Oh, this looks like the sofa. Oh, oh, this is in this building. Gosh. Oh, that's good. Weird. Jesus. So when the police were looking at these uh, Polaroids, Dharma realised, oh, this isn't good. And at this point, he tried to flee the room. The police overpowered him, and he was promptly arrested. One of the officers opened Dharma's fridge and found a freshly severed head. Mm. Mm-hmm. As Dharma lay pinned on the floor, he turned to one of the officers and muttered the words, for what I did, I should be dead. So, with this kind of nice little rip-roaring guide through uh, Dharma's career. Yeah. How many people... Is he still alive? No, uh, that's a good question. I think he's dead. I think, yeah, he was he's beaten up and killed in prison okay, shortly after getting there. Cool. So, with all that information... How many people did he kill? Wow. Uh, probably probably a fair few, I think. It's quite a sizable number. Um, I'm going to say uh, Lucky 13. Ooh. Mm, I'm going to say he killed um, 20 people. Wow. Ben's closest. Is he? He killed 17 people. Oh. <sighs> Dear. There you How go. about that? How fun was that? <laughs> that? Thank you, Michael, for bringing that. I'm glad we did that last because that's going uh, <laughs> to turn off quite a few people. Don't worry. I've got a question here that might pull us out of this uh, mm. spooky slump. Spooky. You ready? Yeah. 
Foxes Gaming at Foxes Gaming asks, "What's your favourite cereal?" <laughs> cereal killer or no? <laughs> oh well, I don't know cereal. Oh, I your cereal What's your favourite cereal? Could be mm. like a children's breakfast cereal or something you used to eat. Fruit Loops. Fruit Only Loops. ever had it once. Oh. When I was in holiday, and it was they don't sell it over here. Do no, they? they don't. Sadly, is no. it actually fruity or is it just sugar? Sugar, like right. it just right. it does literally had, like, sugar. Weird, different. If it was like Starburst flavored cereal, that yeah, would be oh. a bit much, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be horrible. Oh, right? just it was so nice. Mm. It was um, when I was on holiday. I didn't eat it with milk either. I ate it with yogurt. Wow, <laughs> cool. Just sugar and yogurt. Oh yeah, that was a good morning. Still with us. He's still with us. <laughs> Did you sprinkle sugar on it as well? <laughs> oh, and, then I, and then I proceeded to fry seven slices of bread and have it with it. Made a sandwich. Fuck yeah, dude. Delicious. What about you, Pete? I'm not much of a cereal man, to be honest. Was there a cereal you remember seeing the the the, the cartoons? Well, not cartoons, you know what I mean. The adverts and stuff as a child, and thought, yeah, that looks fucking awesome. I mean, I don't like um, I don't like chocolate, but the Cocoa Pops uh, adverts were the best. I oh, think. Yeah. I'd rather have a bowl of. Yeah. Well, Co- you don't have to finish it. That's fine. Cocoa well, Pops. Pops. Yes. It had like yeah. a, an actual narrative in each episode, like. <laughs> Croc was jumping on top of my house and I got my fucking shotgun and kicked him out. Chocolate, chocolate, shotgun. Yeah, I got my chocolate chocolate, shotgun. It's a legally not a threatening life weapon. Give him a blast of chocolate goodness. He was trying to steal the probably the secret recipe Recipe. or something. And his big hippo henchman tied me up. But with the power of Cocoa Pops in my hand, I've got Escaped. free. And now he's, he's in dead. our band. He's in our band. We'd rather have a, a bowl, bowl of Cocoa Pops. Perfect. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah it came on just after ever. SMTV Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to, I think we had it once, the uh, the Pikachu breakfast cereal slash Pokemon <laughs> breakfast cereal, which oh, yeah. I think were essentially just Lucky Charms, which again, we uh, don't have over mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Um, with just like Pikachu marshmallows in it and like little um, sort of Cheerios yeah. in there as well. And that was that was fucking good. But day to day, I don't eat breakfast, but um, uh, fucking what are they called? Sugar puffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, my mum used to love. Good. She still probably does love sugar puffs, but I could never get by them. They kind of freak me really? out. If weird you, texture. If you eat a lot of them. Mm. And I mean a lot. No, if you just have a bowl and then you go for a piss, yeah. your your wee smells of sugar puffs. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm well equipped. That's that true. Smell. I have a vivid memory of the advert for sugar puffs as well. Yeah, they the had scary the, suit man. Well, yeah, well, yeah, the honey sugar monster. Ma- honey but monster, yeah. the, there was also a bit where they did a close up of one of the individual grains, and it had like a zip on it. Yeah, and it said sugar puffs, little puffs of wheat in little honey jackets. Yes, that's <laughs> the one. Yeah, little sexy honey boy, little honey oh. jacket. Yeah, delicious. Mm. Mm. Weird. Uh, thank you for that question. Finally, good question. Uh, this is from Binks at Binks Hobby. He Pizza. says, "Binks, Jar Jar Binks." Which console do you think you could throw the furthest? Hmm. Uh, Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color. You think you could really get some? Because yeah, the need... smallest. It's got some weight, but it's also not heavy enough. Really, without batteries in, I don't think. It oh, I think a Switch far. actually. You can get that's... a Switch really far. <laughs> Because that's got a lot of length on it. That's, that's, that, I think I could frisbee quite well. But again, the weight, do you think that would drag it down before it could I get think, any good rotation? But you need some good weight on it to carry it. Oh, if like it's the, too light, it might just blow in. Like maybe. the hammer throw. If you tied a string around it, I bet I could get a PS2 pretty far. Oh, like, yeah. Probably like, swing yeah. it round, you know, like lean lean against it and do a spin. Yeah, it does depend on your technique. Well, let's go normal throw, one-handed throw. I think it's just got to be the smallest, right? Like a, I think a an Game Ooyah, Boy Color. An Ouya would, would go pretty oh, far. It's a bit not aerodyn- aerodynamic. But it's, 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 it's palm-based. But again, aerod- that's that's not... I don't it's think, not a console. I don't think it's... Qu- well, 
I don't think it's quite heavy enough mm. to to get the distance. Yeah, it looks I think it would just sort of light. get hit in the air and just, just the wind of, would carry it exactly, right? and it would yeah. fall down. Well, well, Yours got weight. You can throw it with one hand like a tennis ball. Yeah, I think you get it pretty far. Do you know what I could get pretty far? Go on, a bop at extreme. <laughs> Why I did could you get, say that actually, yeah, specifically? Yeah. It's got those hooks. It's got that's the extra, the one with the extra arms. Like a bop it is just a straight line, isn't it? But right. bop it extreme has like oh, it's like it's like, a, it's like half a swastika. Oh and yeah, it, sure. Just take it to the back to yeah. Nazis. I mean, I'd love to, to kick. Nazis, I'd love to throw a bop at extreme in Hitler's face. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I'm and I could sweet. do it from a long distance away. Right. Anything else that was particular stand up? Oh yeah, a kicking Hitler and shooting Nazis. <laughs> just listen to it. It's a lot of fun. Someone laughs awkwardly there. Who is it? Uh, let's let's get. Oh yeah, a kicking Hitler and shooting Nazis. Is I think it might be Tamur. Yeah, it's not you. It's not me. Kicking no. Nazis should just... not be a contentious issue. I'm not sure I have to feel about that. <laughs> yeah, that's... I think it's just bringing up Hitler by name. It's I not like well, yeah. but you know, if I'd said like. Uh, if she'd said, "Oh, what did you think of Fable?" and I said, "Oh, I like the bit where you like beat up the beat up the woman," she, you know, that's that's reasonable to say. Yeah, Not yeah. sure how bad to feel about that. Yeah, that's no. I think I get what you're saying. I don't think that she's upset. That potentially I'm that you're saying that kicking Nazis is bad. Yeah. I think it's more that the fact that you're bringing up specifically well, look, Nazis and Hitler. Well, there we go. Those are our questions. What an exciting, exciting day. And what a are, weird... Those are our things. Also, a roller coaster. I feel like the first one had a lot more kind of... I know there was there were very different things we brought to the table, but it felt felt more unified. But today we've talked about the BAFTAs. Yeah. Uh, lighting your ears on fire mm-hmm. and also serial killers. Yeah. It's a weird thing. It is. It has been a weird day. We hope you guys have enjoyed... Podiats episode two. Thank you so much for listening. Again, you can check us out on iTunes. Leave us a review. That'd be lovely. Uh, We're also on Podbean. We're working on getting on Spotify. The full thing is available on YouTube as well. Do you know what is on Spotify? What's that? A song by Neil Cicerigo (gasps) about Jeff the Mongoose. Mongoose. Shit, you're right. I am a freak. Should we we roll a little bit of it now? Do you reckon that would be bad? Could that be our little outro song? We could do a little tiny bit. Tiny bitter. Tiny beater. Yeah. Okay, well, here's a tiny bit of that. Incident, like in the previous episode, we talked about Neil Cicerica, and then completely separately, I talked about Jeff the Mongoose. And yeah. as soon as we were done recording, worlds collide. We realized, oh my god, hang on, Neil Cicerica has done a song about Jeff the Mongoose. Yeah, a song which I've been listening to for a couple of years now, and I never put two and two together. There, it's crazy. That's sad. It's a great song as well. It's very catchy. Yeah, that's just um, done. I'm going to go and listen to the one he does about uh, burning ear hair now. That's yes. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And Jeffrey Dahmer as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Visit our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, our Twitter, our uh, fucking Patreon, all.com forward slash official. Every single Look one. Look at that. Yes. Unity. You can find us. Next episode uh, of this is in two weeks. It's in two weeks. That's two weeks. weeks. That's two weeks. Uh, if you're wondering what else is coming out this week... We got to post some tat. We got a Skyrim zoo. What? 
We've got a worst games ever. No. Whoa! Next week, next week to yeah, peak to Austin mm-hmm. is uh, is on holiday. Ooh. So oh. we are going to record that episode of Podiots on Friday. I know it's not going out next week, but it mm. will be going out the week after. And there's bank holidays, and then I'm off on the Tuesday, so we're we're recording it way in advance. So if you see us asking for questions again on Friday, that's why. But uh, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for your support. You're all lovely. And thank you to Turtle Beach for sponsoring this podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Turtle Thank Beach. you. I would love listening to Michael talking about, like... It just sounds a lot better. Skin nipple Turtle belt Beach has never sounded better. Nipple belt. I wasn't such a fan of, like, current day nipple belt, but I did like early nipple belt. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like... And they say that the you know. Remember the Spider, you remember the Spider-Man theme that they yeah, did. Yeah, nipple belt. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of fashionable to hate nipple belt, but I'm. Yeah, yeah, he, he, Look uh, at this graph. He he got with Avril Lavigne, didn't he? Nipple, the guy from Nipple. Did belt. he? Yeah, the yeah. lead singer of Nipple Belt. Yeah. Wasn't there like the lead singer from Sum Forty One going out with Avril Lavigne for a couple of years as well? Well, that was the other Avril Lavigne. You know, the other one, the clone. Oh, before they, ch- oh, yeah, because yeah. she yeah. like she died pretty early on, and they had to change it. Oh, she's still yeah. alive. Oh. She just lives underground. Right, okay. Um, in a in a bunker. <laughs> in a grave. <laughs> Don't tell Gein. <laughs> Don't tell Gein. Bye, everyone! Bye! Bye. Bye. Man! <laughs> He's doing a Dharma! <laughs> oh. He's doing a Dharma.